Hello and welcome, punters. Welcome to the punting monologue with myself, Sonny Munn, and none other than the master analyst himself from Mint Sports and Mint Bet. It's Benny Clifton. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good to be here, Sonny. How are you going? Bit of a washout last week at the Gold Coast. Ah, oh, absolute letdown, wasn't it? We were so pumped for Magic Millions, and it was an absolute fizzer. On Saturday, it was yeah. all sizzle and no steak, but uh, they've been running one now, so we can just sort of put that in the rear view mirror and look ahead to try and pick some winners. Yeah, that's right. Well, Mooney Valley this week. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me, Ben. Big Coolio fan, are you? <laughs> yeah, my, my religious background is all Coolio. <laughs> that was at number one for like... Ever. 18 weeks or something, wasn't it? Yeah. He, he was the man back in the day. He hasn't aged a bit. So we are at Mooney Valley, mate, and the weather's been a little bit all over the shop this last week in Melbourne, but how are we looking for Saturday's race? Yeah, good. I think the weather's going to be good uh, later in the week, so that's good. Rail true, so that gives the horses uh, back in the field a chance to run on. We just don't want the track getting too fast, which would favour the horses on the speed, uh, but I'm sure the track heroes will take care of that with a little bit of water, but I'm treating it as a fair track, but still leaning towards horses who are going to be up on speed, which I tend to do um, in general. So no no ridiculous bias expected uh, this week. Yeah, good to hear, mate. Let's get stuck straight into it. The first race is the All-Star Mile on sale now at 1,200 metres. Small field, this one. Our favourite at the moment is International at about 3 bucks or so. Then some call me. Some call me the Space Cowboy, some call me the Gangster of Love, and some just call me Maurice for the Steve Miller fans among us. Amur at about six bucks, along with Picky at the same price. Then it's double figures the rest. Are we having a bit of a look here, mate? Hang on, what was that reference then about Maurice? That's uh, the Steve Miller band. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. You know that song? Woo! The sire is Maurice. Oh, no way! Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, okay. So there's probably they've probably got another one called Space Cowboy and Gangster of Love and someone speaking of the pompatus of love, but I'm pretty sure that's a made-up word, Stephen. <laughs> All right, let's get into the into the horse stuff. <laughs> like, this is a two-year-old oat race with only two horses who've had a start, so this isn't the sort of race that I like to get involved in, but it is worth noting the two horses who've raced, Amo up the top, Came at that race, it won at Mooney Valley. That race rated terribly, so I wouldn't expect any market trend towards it. And Picky uh, ran second at Flemington. That that race also rated pretty ordinary against the standard. So you can already see the market has trended towards some people call me. Um, it, it opened up about the $3.50 mark into $3.20 at the moment. And then International opened up about $2.80 from the James Cumming yard, uh, Jamie Carr on board. So this is a race that is going to be dictated to buy the market so if you are looking to have a bet i would wait as long as possible to the jump because uh that's when you'll be armed with the most information at this stage it looks like some people call me is the horse that the market wants to be with all righty good to hear keep an eye on the market let's go straight to race two then the dash for cash the glen orla over one thousand yards our favorite here is unflinching in another small field, but a few familiar horses here. We got unflinching at about a buck seventy-five, pretty short. Weight of the stars at four sixty. Jocelyn at nine fifty. Double figures for the rest, and there's not too many running in this. No, nah, it's a pretty shallow field in terms of depth. 
I'm with the favourite here, unflinching. We we tipped it last start at Sandown. They went out hard. It sat outside the lead and really battled on really well, just run down late. I thought it was a really good effort. Drawn barrier two here. I expect it to lead, um, hopefully find the rail and be hard to beat. So uh, third run in should be at its peak. Two wins at the track. Just ticks every box. The jockey is a bit of a... Uh, an unknown for me, Amy McLucas. I don't know a lot about her. She does claim three kilos, so that'll probably help. But uh, I think it's a pretty easy ride for her. I think she just got to get it out of the gates and let it run, and, and it should do the rest. So I'm with Unflinching, pretty confident. I'm completely against Weight of the Stars here. This is a horse we tipped a few weeks ago at Doombin because it drew barrier one over the 1,050, which is a huge advantage. And it, it took advantage of that, found the lead, and, and just held on. But it's a completely different scenario. It's pretty tight in the market at the moment, about $4. I expect it to drift. I can't see any way the market will trend towards that horse. Unflinching, there's a eighty there at the moment, but I can't see uh, it drifting any further. So uh, if you do like unflinching, uh, I'd be locking in that price. Righto, get on board now. The opposite of race one where we're looking at the market. Race three is another dash for cash. Our favourite here in a pretty open field is Cotel at about 3.30. Bella Sorolina? Oh, didn't say that with any confidence. Is about 4.60. Jezalenko! You beauty at 7.50. Okay, pay 8.50. <laughs> and Barry Bubbly, 8.50. Who shot Susie at 9.50. Then it starts to blow out with Gillette and the rest. Yes, yes, and they should go quick here. I've got Who Shot Susie going forward. I've got Gillette going forward, Tillotson. I think Ballasarellina will sit in just behind them. Okay to pay. I'll be looking to find a spot. Kotel, I don't think we'll have the speed to find the lead, so it'll it'll be him Hmm. behind them as well. Kotel's the favourite at the moment. $3.50, there's $3.30 out there. Um... I'm completely against this horse. 1,200 back to 1,000, that doesn't suit. The jockey doesn't necessarily suit either. I just don't know where it's going to get to in the run. It's getting a little bit deep into the campaign as well, which I don't like. So, And the market has been against it the last two starts. So I expect it to drift from the current quote. Bella Sorellina, I can understand why it's sold in the market. Been reasonably impressive with its uh, past two wins. Should map Justin behind the leaders. But I just think she has limitations as well in terms of ability. She's building a good little record, but she's getting to a point where she's just about reaching her mark in terms of class. The horse I want to back here is the toppy, okay to pay. It's had two runs okay. back, currently about $8.59 mark. Coming out of that inundation, unflinching race from the Valley a few weeks ago, which rated really well. Got beaten four and a half lengths, but that was really strong. It's dropping a long way in class from that run. And even the run before that at Packenham was in a benchmark 78, and it's dropping a long way in class down to here. So the jockey doesn't fill me in with confidence, but gets the three kilo claim. And I just think it's the class runner in the race. And $8.59 mark, uh, you don't have to have much on at that price to get a return. So I'm with OK to pay sunny yeah loving that value there early mate i noticed gillette spelt with a j down there it reminds me of pen gillette one half of the comedic magic duo pen and teller now that guy knows a thing or two about interesting names his daughters you know his daughter's names at all by any chance i know it's no, obscure no 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 nah. no don't so he's got he's got a he's got a kid called zoltan fair name and then his second daughter he called moxie crime fighter <laughs> they sound like gladiators. Come on, man. Oh, it just sounds like therapy, doesn't it? Like, I'm not your plaything. I'm your child. Moxie you, crime fighter. You, you know Coolio's dead, just harping back to Coolio? 
Nah, no. Nah, he still looks good, mate, even though he's carked it a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? <laughs> I saw a picture of him from recently and I was like, shit, he still holds up. And then underneath it said, rapper Coolio passes away. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not holding up as well as the photo. All right, well, let's go over to race four now, over 1,500, named after I Am Immortal. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of falling off the perch, it's going to be an ironic and confusing day around the stables when that stallion <laughs> shuffles off this mortal coil. Speaking of shuffling, our favourite is Shuffle Dancer. Segway of the year, man, <laughs> at about two bucks. Field the moment at 550, proprietary at 750, as is running on time, and Tesla Law is in single figures. Michelotti, the sports car designer, is also at single figures. Then it blows out for the last two, making up the numbers. Yes, and I think we're going to get our money early in the day at Mooney Valley here this week Great. because Shuffle Dancer is a, is a bet for me. It was really good last start yes. in the road to Arataki race. It was ridden a little bit quieter, ran home really well, beat home Ballot Reach, who came out last week, was heavily backed and and won in good time. So that form is holding up. Form through that sand down win two starts ago was good. Um, I just think this is the progressive horse. Gets a positive jockey change. Distance suits. This looks a much easier race back to her own age group. So I'm with Shuffle Dancer. I think it's a, it's a good bet. Outside of that, Field of Moment went really hard last start at Cranbourne and just held on. I think it's probably a little bit flatter in that run and that margin. So I think it'll find it harder here. Probably a little bit um, more pressure on us outside. Outside of that, running on time. Building a good little record. Uh, but just hasn't run time at either at either start, so it's hard to see how the market's going to trend towards that horse if it hasn't um, broken standard on either occasion. Proprietary won at Mooney Valley at at Mornington, but there's a leader's track that day. I don't know if it'll handle the rising class and. There's been a little bit of money for Tester Law up the top with Jamie Carr first time, but goes 1,200 to 1,500, and that's a big enough query for me to leave it alone. I'm pretty confident with Shuffle Dancer. I think it's well-placed and well-suited at 1,500 on Saturday, so uh, it'll be one of my better bets of the day. Oh, I like it, mate. That's good to know. Let's get in early. Get in and get out. Race five. My old Oman is leading the favouritism in the nephew at 380. Then we pop up to Ain't No Deal Done at 440. Aaron Bay is 650, the top weight. We've got Highland Jack at eights and Independent Road at 850. And I've just noticed there is a horse called Zoltan, which is one of Gillette's <laughs> daughters. Unbelievable. If there's another one called Moxie Crime Fighter, we are getting on. All right. It must be the Oman, or is the Oman coming up later? Oh, no, there's an Oman. There's an Oman to come. Should be a good tempo. I've got Shandon Burge and Prospectus going forward. Aaron Bay will probably push forward. Market has really trended towards the nephew early. Look, it's going all right. Nice. Georgie boy. It's going all right. It's dropping in weight. It's a senior jockey, but can be buried back on the inside. I, I couldn't entertain it at that price. Ain't no deal done. Sort of, it's got the different form line coming from Sydney, but it was just going when it was in Melbourne before that. Couldn't entertain it. Aaron Bay, I don't think he'll run the trip. Shannon Burge is the one who I ummed and art about. I just thought oh, I could be back in this horse if I had to have a bet in the race, but I'm not sort of labelling one as a bet. It's got it's the horse with the figure at the at the track, which I think is important. You need experience and 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 a performance at Mooney Valley to to really be confident. It's got a pretty solid SP profile. It'll roll forward, so I can see 
that the market would trend towards Shannon Burge, but there's just not enough confidence from me to label it a bet. And it's a little bit of a murky race. There's a few different angles you could take. And it's not really a race that I get too excited about these you know, 2,000 metre races where they go around every second week. So I'm staying out of this one, Sonny. But if I had to pick one, it'd be Shandon Burge. All right, beautiful. Well, thankfully, we don't have to do anything we don't want to, guys. We go over to race six over 1,200, the Bricks Property Group. Little shout out to Bricks Property. Good on you guys. Ice Pick Nick, fair name at three fifty is our favourite. The Haas at five fifty. This looks like a very tough field. We've got Hong Bao coming in at six for those looking to the traditional Chinese red envelopes for luck. We've got Harbin at seven fifty. Anilla at eight. Double figures the rest in a fairly sizable field. Sizable and even and a little mm. bit tricky, but I have found a bet. I'll just go through a couple of horses who I'm not backing. Okay. I just picked Nick. Um, I thought have every chance at the Valley last start. I mean, I, the market's probably taken into account against Jamie Carr first time, so I can understand why the traders have put it up favourite, but I'm not interested in that price, $3.70. The Hass, I think, is under the odds. It was it struggled to break um, standard time at Cranbourne last start, and this is a lot harder, going to be a lot more pressure up front. So I'm against it. I'm against Hong Bao. I'm, I, I thought it had um, all the favours last start at, at Morfittville and probably has a, a negative jockey change. But the horse I'm with is Harbin up the top, around the okay. $7 mark. It's coming out of a race at Warrnambool, won by Danny St. Darcy, and uh, Raya Yuki ran second, who, who ran really well in town last start. I just think that, that form line's going to really hold up. It was completely off the map. It was $2.80 into $2.30, so the market really wanted to be with it. And so I'm giving it another chance. I just think at the $7 price mark, I want to be with it um, in a race that is pretty even, and I think it'll roll forward And uh, if it lives up to its uh, starting price from last start and if the form holds up like I think it will out of that race, I think uh, it'll be in the finish zone with Harbin up the top. That's great, mate. That's a couple of tips so far with a bit of value. I'm liking this a lot. Try my best to give it. I know how you love horses that are a bit of a bigger price. I normally like to stick around the pointy end of the market and, and find yeah, those Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't favorite. try and dress it up. <laughs> Don't dress it up. You're a favorite backer, mate. Don't no, but find the favorites that are, are just a little bit too, you know, they just aren't short enough. So that's what I try, try and tend to do. But uh, I think I've found a few at the bigger prices, which I think are, are good value at the moment. That's what we want, mate. Something at double figures we can throw a haymaker at. All right. Mooney Valley, race seven. This one's named after Gav Disco Neville. Sounds like a real hoot. Dance to Dubai, aptly titled to win the the disco at 290. My Oman, bing, 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 is Bill the Boxer at 550. Then Picago, well, I'm not sure if that's a hard C, at about eight bucks. Then it's a very even field all the way down to the top weight at about 40 to one. Talk me through the Oman. Well, Bill the Boxer, my brother's name is Bill, and it's got nothing to do with his pugilistic skills. We were recently uh, up at the Gold Coast, a bit of a family holiday, and he discovered an old box at our dad's joint, and it was it was mainly just inane bullshit of old paperwork, but the discovery of the century, I found his diary from 1985 to 87 uh, of him as a child, and... Boy, howdy, let me tell you, there are some doozies in that. <laughs> Have you got a couple of examples for me? Oh, look, not at hand, but they were basically, like, there's days, entries where it's basically just Australia beat Pakistan by nine runs today. <laughs> it's all sporting related. It's unbelievable. He's clearly a big Dean Jones fan because the very first entry of the whole thing says, it took David Boone a year to make four centuries. Dean Jones did it in a month. And that was just like, you know, 
a five-year-old's diary entry. It's like, uh, what are you talking about? They build nut. a boxer there for a bit of nostalgia. Let's have a look at the favourite dance to Dubai. Um, went really quick last start at Mooney Valley, and it was as written um, sort of to, to win the race, obviously, but it was written in a manner to, to get the favourite beaten, and, and it did the job really well. It just sort of set up really well for it, and they had a barrier one, and they could just let it stride. And probably got a similar um, setup here. There might be a little bit of pressure on its inside, so it might not um, be able to cross, but I, I think given it's proven at the valley two from two at this track and distance i think it's definitely the horse to beat but two dollars ninety is rock bottom price for mine i think given the apprentice on board and a little bit more pressure up front um i think that's short enough bill the boxer obviously yes. i thought it had every chance last start it was a really short price at terang and it sort of just settled in behind him it didn't do a hell of a lot it battled on a right gets a plus jock obviously fitter for the run good winning strike rate but you know, maybe it's best forms on wet tracks. I'm not sure. I just think it was a little bit of a, a plain performance last start, so I'm not keen on it. And probably the other horse worth mentioning is Picago. Obviously gets Jamie Carr first time, gets a good map. It just lacks the quality of um, the first two in the market. So I just think the market's pretty correct at the moment. I couldn't really label one as a bet, but I couldn't talk you out of the favourite dance to Dubai. All righty. Well, we're not too desperate. We've already had a couple of decent wins, I reckon, on the card so far. So we've got two races left to run. Race eight at five o'clock on the knocker. Knees up. Pour yourself a cocktail. Over 1,600 metres. We've got Savannah Cloud and Pounding, my old chap. Both at favouritism around 440 and then just around the same price is Munamek. And then it drifts a little bit out to Corner Pocket. Don't suppose you happened to catch any of the late night snooker last week. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Shock horror. I think I was the only one. There was a wasp that invaded the, uh, the snooker <laughs> table, and it's one of the most English things you've ever seen. Just these guys in tuxedos pretending to play sport, jumping around with a wasp. The wasp attacks the camera operator. It ends up getting thwacked by a tea tail across his back from the, the match official. It was just bizarre. Like In terms of pitch invasions... Weak as piss. I, I didn't even hear about that. Inside. It was obviously playing inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like an open-air snooker event. This wasp just rocked up. When I heard it, I thought they must have meant like a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. But no, no. It was some sort of humble bee. All right. Should we get into this race eight? Yeah, yeah. Racing. That's right. Sorry. Racing. Yeah. First of all, I'll talk about pounding. I think this is a good lay, this horse. It was really well back last start at Flemington. It was Fair soundbite, that. It was coming out of... Um, <laughs> It was coming out of the detonator jack form. It was really set up to win that race with Jamie Carr going on board. But I think it's a really good lay because off 35 days, it needs to hold a peak rating, which I don't think it can do. So Because uh, its previous ratings probably weren't up to its last start rating. So I'm against it. Munamek, I can understand, drops five kilos, but looked to have every chance at Mooney Valley last start. But was going from 1,200 to 1,600 metres in that race. So I can, can be a little bit forgiving. But the horse I'm with is Savannah Cloud. I was sort of yeah. against it last start when it won, but it, it proved me wrong. It was sat outside the lead and kept fighting. The horse that beat last start here to shock was a pretty solid favourite last start. Uh, last week uh, it got beaten but I think just the market support suggests that the race last start went pretty well so it's flying it loves the track it should map either outside the lead or just in behind them and I think we'll get the best run of the horses in the market so I'm with Savannah Cloud it's not normally one of mine but I think it's just it ticks too many boxes here to ignore it so $4.60 at the moment I'd be happy to take that and probably the other horse worth mentioning is, is um, Corner Pocket Coming out of that Chester Manifold at Flemington, that race just uh, rated terribly. I, 
this this is a horse who you know I've got a fair bit of time for. Good strike rate has rated well previously. Just the fact that it's tied to this race last start where it didn't rate well at all, I'll find it hard to back. So after all that, I'm with Savannah Cloud. I think it gets him well. There's so many boxes that are ticked. So um, Savannah Cloud for mine, Sonny. Love it. Keep ticking those boxes, Savannah Cloud. Let's move into the last now. Now, at the time of recording, there's about 18 runners in this race, so I'm tipping we might be having an early mark. The favourite at the moment is Euro Dandy and around about the same price of five or six bucks. Hennessy Lad, is this too tough? Too tough. Too tough. I mean, Hennessy Lad is the three-year-old against the older horses, so it's the horse with upside. It was ridden a little bit quieter last start in a race that was won by Papillon Club, who's a horse who I've got a bit of time for, but that race just didn't rate really well. Mm. They didn't run great time, so uh, I'm a little bit worried about that. But it's drawn barrier two. They'll probably ride it a lot closer to the speed here, knowing the usual pattern of Peter Moody horses. So it's probably the one I'd want to be with, but just given the size of the field, I couldn't really label it a bet. So I think we'll we'll take our money in and head to the bar after the race so we'll leave this one alone yes i'll be there mate front and center i like it let's run through the card then race one we're gonna let the market arm you with all the information you can because we think it's a race in two we don't really like the sound of amur and picky they've got some poor ratings race two we're on unflinching and we're laying way to the stars we've got some value in race three a fast race we're against the favorite and we are on okay to pay hopefully paying about eight bucks shuffle dancer doubles your money in the next race five is too murky to punt on with any true confidence more value in race six with harbin currently floating around sevens then in race seven no bet for you the o money is on bill the boxer unload race eight quote of the day pounding is a good lay nice one benny savannah cloud (laughs) is your tip there race nine is too tough but we're already rich yeah, and you know, if I had to label one the best bet, it'd be unflinching. I just think it's mm. a pretty straightforward jump out, run, lead, and wins, which is where you want to be at Mooney Valley. So unflinching. I think Shuffle Dancer in race four is a good bet at that short quote. And then you know, I gave those other bets at the longer price if you want to uh, bet each way. So yeah, if I had to label one the best to be unflinching, I think it's going to be a good betting day on on Saturday, and we're going to be looked to be covering the uh, Doomben card as well from uh, on Saturday. So tune into that as well. Yeah, beauty. Dive on over and have a listen to that. Bet responsibly, set a limit. Looks like we've got a couple of strong favourites in the first four races, couple with some value as well. It's not going to be a washout this week, so we can sit back, relax, and enjoy ourselves. Thanks for your time, Benny. Thanks, Sonny. I'll see you in about two minutes when we do the next podcast. See you, mate. Good, Good luck, luck, punters. punters. Ooh, unison. Unison. <laughs>